rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Hello. All right. Yeah. My name is Tara Devlin. Hi. What are you guys doing besides hanging by a thread like Matt, like I am in the, well, I mean, what do we do? We, we're in this together. I feel like I'm hanging by a thread because I can't believe where the hell I live. And I was I was thinking about not doing a show tonight because we haven't had new patrons in a, over a week. And so I was a little bit down in the dumps about it. Um, and then I thought, no, no, self, no, Tara. I don't talk to myself like that, but I said, no. You will do a show anyway. That's the motto in life that's gotten me through. You do it anyway, whether you feel like it, whether you're happy or sad. You do it anyway, whether you think you're prepared. Oh, it's nice and thundery outside. That would have been a nice thing. Just hang out and listen to the thunder. But we're here together. And also, I was really... Um, aggravated. So I thought, I we got to get together with the community. I'm not alone here. We're in this together, and we are building a community. So if nothing else, we have each other when all goes to hell. And also, I think about the those in the future, the people who will, you know, they'll the anthropologists of the future, they're going to have a embarrassment of riches to go through. They'll have YouTube videos like this one and all kinds of everything. It'll be an overload of information. Could you imagine if we had this kind of stuff that we can, it's like a window into the past. Imagine if they had something like this in ancient Rome, it would be, I would love that. Just go back in time and see how people lived, what they thought, what what the prevailing, um, you know, the zeitgeist of the day. Well, that's kind of a redundant statement. Zeitgeist actually means of the time, right? So saying zeitgeist of the day. Uh, so, yeah, I thought... Uh, at least they'll be able to look back and they'll come across this show and others like it on the liberal media. They'll they'll understand the corporate media. They'll have the perspective of time and they'll say, yeah, five, well, six transnational corporations owned the platforms of communication. So they put their propaganda out there. And, but you had a few small independent voices who uh, who lived in the real world and this is how the people actually felt so they'll say some of them uh, were f some of them fought to hold on to the democratic republic i don't know can you hear that thunder it's pretty bad it's good. I mean, when it thunders and rains like this, I think about the the little kitties who live outside. I wonder where are they? What do they do? 
makes it breaks my heart. And then I my cats don't even realize how good they have it. I ju- I wonder where the little feral cats go. Where do they don't they want to be warm and don't they want to be safe and warm and pet? Nah, I can't think about it. Oh my god. It's the end of the world. Well, might as well be. It's funny how these evangelicals they don't they're all about uh measuring the signs, right? AIDS is God's punishment against gays. A tornado here, a uh, a hurricane there. Everybody's getting punished. New Orleans was punished. Florida's punished. New York is punished. I mean, everybody's punished for, I guess, not being uh, appropriate to their peepees in some form. But they never look at themselves. Clearly, God, if that's how you feel, God is pissed. Next, we're going to get locusts. When the frogs start raining down upon us, um, I'm really getting the F out of here, but I can't because Twitler has turned the United States into such a shit show that we can't travel anywhere. We are not welcome. The United States, the citizens of the United States are not welcome anywhere on Earth. What does that say? Is that say we're doing great? Or does that say we are a, we're dirty? We're an embarrassment. You know how Trump is always talks about the caravan. Oh, the, it's an infestation. No, honey, you've turned us into the infestation. The rest of the world doesn't want any, anything to do with us. And that's disgusting. It only took Trump Four years almost? That's not a long time to destroy a country. But everything he touches turns to crap. Now, last night, and and I know I didn't introduce myself and we didn't do the spiel. I feel like everything's going off the rails in life in general. No holds barred. We're just flying off the edge. Okay. My name is Tara Devlin, in case you didn't know. We are, this is a, well, we meet here every Saturday evening from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And we are rebroadcast starting Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Give the show a good review on iTunes and keep coming back. It works if you work it, so work it, you're worth it. And also hit the subscribe button hit the notification bell there's a lot of there's a lot of shit you got to do i understand and welcome i'm looking at the chat hi hello sin city hello ed hi haiku and dpo 5000 tara is taking calls is tara taking calls no i didn't set up the phone call sorry what would you want what did you want to say you can chat it at me if you'd like, DPO5000. I I should have set the phone up, but I just, eh. Because I'm not really sure how, how long we're going to be here. 
Oh, look, here on the Facebook chat, some asshole just, this is what they do, uh, the Trump Anzies. Trump 2020. It's the internet equivalent of laying a fart. Trump 2020. Really? How many more you want to kill, Newton? Newton Huff? How many more have to die? How many... How long will the wall around the United States be, be up? How many have to be sick? How many have to be on a food line? How many t- days do the rich get richer and the working class become the working poor? How many, how many, I mean, how much, you must be one of those uh, ignoramuses who, really eats you know did you know that twitler he he hates you so much that not only did they take the food inspectors off the line of the the murder line when they're murdering pigs so you can shove in your unconscious gullet but now they self-report so there's they so twitler took there were six FDA inspectors on the murder line, and now there's zero. So Twitler also signed an executive order making it legal for there to be shit and toenails and pig penises and vulva, you know, the sex organs, parts of the, of the car- carcass that we can't digest. So that's how much he loves you and gives a shit about you. He knows that you're such a dumbass that you will literally eat shit and vote for him. So good going, Newton. It is now, you know, really, guys, it is the, our patriotic duty to, to, to stand up to all of these morons. Because as I say all the time, mark my words, there will come a time, it's not that far in the future, that those like Newton Huff, the idiot, Trump train, will only, they will speak of their support of Trump in shamed whispers. Well, if they have the capacity for shame. But the reason I bring up the FDA inspectors being pulled off the line, because nothing speaks louder Nothing says I, I disdain you more than allowing shit into the fucking food supply. Really, do you, if you love somebody, if you care about your people, do you feed them shit? Literally. You don't think, oh, you think it's fake news, fake news, fake news? Look it up, asshole. Maybe you like eating shit. Obviously you do. You like, you're a sucker. Sucker born every minute. Trump and Z's are living proof. If people do not take your bullshit crap and fall for your stupid ideas, they're just dumbasses, right? Yeah, you're a dumbass. Anybody who willfully votes for a tax-cheating, draft-dodging, dictator-envying con man with a fake university, a fake vitamin scam, a serial bankrupt... Uh, we can go on with the uh, three trophy wives, 
five kids from three different trophy wives who has to pay off porn stars in installments. And not only is he a traitor who meets with anti-democratic foreign dictators in secret without... What would you do if that was Obama, Newton? Oh, you would be outraged, right? Because that's a black guy, right? It's okay when it's a white doltard, a dumbass who has a long history. It's the, even before the scumbag squatted in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. We have a long history of Twitler being a criminal, a con man, someone who didn't pay his workers, someone who dodged taxes. Not only that, not just dodging the taxes, but created fake univer not Junter's fake universities, fake corporations so he can siphon the money out of his father's tax trust fund, not trust fund, his father's business, tax-free. He is not a successful businessman. You're a doltard. You're a dupe. You are the eager dupe of a con man. You might as well be one of the Trump University graduates who had to be paid. Trump University is a scam. As the testimony came out in dis when Trump was sued, you'd understand that. He had to pay $25 million to the dupes. But, you know, suckers are born every minute. That's it. We can go on about Joe Biden as well, as you know about lack of brain capacity due to the age how about someone who supports late-term abortion, okay, who loves to see our cities burned down? Guess what, dum-dum? The cities are burning under Twitler, you effing idiot. This is Twitler's America. Twitler, not Joe Biden. Yeah, there's your personal, your party of personal responsibility again. Taking absolutely no responsibility for the disasters they create. No, not only is Newton Hoff a Trump University graduate, Ed. I see Ed on the chat. He must be guzzling those Trump network vitamins while eating shit-encrusted pork that Twitler allows into the food supply. No, honey, this is your America. The kiss-up, kick-down, I-got-mine, sucks-to-be-you America where you racist, Republican, fascist idiots can't handle the uh, America. Living in a country that is a diverse nation of 325 million diverse people, you'd rather pine for a dictator-envying con man for, to trickle on you. And keep everybody in their place, right? For, to save you from the scary, complex world of others. That's what you're afraid of. Because you lack the basic mental and uh, intellectual, spiritual, sociological, sexual maturity to function in the type of free democratic society you can only pretend to love. That's your problem. Stop. Just just get some help. Instead of inflicting your manias outward, turn off Fox News. You're a dupe. You're being played. 
studies, you know, that that socialist drag business insider has reported that people who watch Fox News are less informed than those who watch no news at all. So that means not only are you you don't you're you're not just ignorant, you're stupid. You know you know not you don't know facts, you know falsehoods. So let me ask you why not I don't give a shit really ask you whatever. This is why why am I engaging with this person because I'm so tired of them. Like the albatrosses around America's neck hanging around our neck, dragging us down. And people like Newton Huff, who they want to benefit from the society that liberals make possible for them. Everything that liberals fought, bled, and died for. People like Newton Huff stood in the way. Just like the America that Newton Huff can only pretend to love. It was progressives who created America. There's nothing more progressive than standing up and saying, hey, we don't need a king and an aristocracy. There's nothing more progressive than that, than pledging your lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other. Not to the rich, not to corporations, not to a dictator envying con man who received fucking fewer votes. These people, this is why liberals are the patriots. That's why you idiots like Newton Huff, they got to wear their red, white, and blue fashion abortions and fly their flags when they have zero understanding of what the flag actually means. You're all about the... The, 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 the outward displays of patriotism when you have no idea what it means to be a patriot. You would leave not only people on the battlefield, you leave them behind every time because you have no ability to, to function in the type of free society you can only pretend to love. It takes maturity What have liberals, this is what he's saying, have liberals really ever done anything good for this country? Are you effing kidding me? Holy shit. Social security. Oh oh my God. Here's, uh, it's the perfect time to read the day in the life of the typical, what is that, day in the life of average Joe Republican? Day in the life. What have liberals ever done? How about we'll, we'll start from here. They created America. Okay? What's more progressive than standing up to a king and an aristocracy that ruled Western civilization for 2,000 years? I would call that progressivism, wouldn't you? And also... You're, I mean, this is the thing about the Republicans. That's why they have to wear their tri-cornered hats and, and look like idiots wearing, uh, you know, these colors don't run when they run all the time. They're, they're cowards. They don't, they have no courage. These are idiots who can't go to goddamn Walmart without an AK-47. I don't know how my grandma did it, 
her whole life. My 90-pound grandma used to go to the shopping all the time. She never had to carry an assault weapon because she wasn't a coward like Republicans. Every, in every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism and beats the heart of a coward. You better believe it. Hmm. Let's see. Where is it? A day in the life of Joe, of uh, Newton Huff. Newton Huff gets up at 6 a.m. He fills his coffee pot with water to prepare his morning coffee. The water is clean and good because some tree-hugging liberal fought for minimum water quality standards. You know, government, big government. We the people getting together and saying, we don't want to drink water with parasites because we live in this country together. We not, don't just have to, well, what would Republicans do? Let's outsource it. Let's give it to a private corporation so they could put lead in the water because it's cheaper. Now, government, there are some things that we do together that aren't about the profit motive. Not everything is about making a buck for Jeff Bezos, Newton, you dumb dumb. It's like an eager, willing dupe. Please let me, let me be your host from which to suck profit and discard. Dim le- leader, dumb furor. As long as maybe one day... They'll meet me for a beer and trickle on me. If I beg hard enough, let me beg another 40 years. With the first swallow of coffee, Newton Huff takes his daily medication. His medications are safe to take because some stupid liberal fought to ensure their safety and that they work as advertised. You know, not like deregulated to the point where They could sell you a placebo or a sugar pill and call it Viagra that I'm sure you need, Newton, right? But all but $10 of his medications are paid for by his his employer's medical plan. Well, this this was written a a while ago. We're um, working on getting you universal health care, Newton. Don't worry about it. In spite of your idiocracy, and your idiocy and the Republicans telling you they care so much about your pre-existing conditions, which I'm sure you have from your, your unhealthy diet, which I'm sure you eat, because uh, you probably unconsciously stuff anything, any greasy crap, any corpse in your mouth, because uh, that's your right as an American, you know, to be as d- unconscious as, as you want, right? So... But uh, don't, don't worry about it. Uh, Republicans, they're working on getting rid of all of your, condi- all your pre-existing and your uh, post-existing conditions, please. They're in court right now. That's what a dupe you are. That's what the Republicans, they can bank on the stupidity of the average Joe Republican they tell them right to their faces. When have Republicans in your entire life ever given a shit about anybody's pre-existing condition? 
All we hear for my entire life is get your government hands off my Medicare, which is a government program, by the way. But Republicans never gave a shit about pre-existing conditions until after Obamacare and even the, the idiots like Newton Huff who want to see the thing about Republicans is that they want all the benefits of society, but they don't want any of the responsibilities. That's the party of personal responsibility. They don't understand, you know, they want to ride everybody to the bank. They want everybody in their place, but they want, they don't want to share civilization with people who aren't exactly like them. That's why you can throw a, you can go into any, go to the Republican convention tonight. It will be stocked full of white doltards. That's for sure. So, anyway, Republicans are counting on. They know that how stupid Newton Huff is. They will. They'll say, "We will always protect your pre-existing conditions." When? Because when after Obama, pa- when we passed the ACA, which is the Republican health care plan, by the way. That's why if there there's problems in it, and this is why. The Republicans have no replacement because it is their plan. It's Romney care and it's Nixon care. Before that, that's what it was called. That's the same plan that Nixon proposed to keep the for-profit health insurance companies in power and in in uh, premiums. But after we passed the ACA in spite of the filthy Republicans whining and crying and not wanting to share civilization with anybody who has darker pigment, they said, oh, wait a minute, I like this that I can't get kicked off of my health care plan because of my fat boy wife lifestyle gave me diabetes, and now I like this pre-existing condition protection. Thanks, Obama. And... But the Republicans, oh, they say, oh, okay, we understand. Republicans, is it's just like FDR said when he was saying, oh, sure, Republican, you know, mocking Republicans saying, we believe in Social Security. Sure we do. Just hand it over to us, and we'll do more of it. We'll do all of it, and it won't cost anybody anything. As a joke, he, you know, he said it like that. And that's exactly what the Republicans do. We will protect your pre-existing condition, your protections, while getting rid of that mandate, that unfair mandate. It's sort of like, I will allow you to eat ice cream for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you won't gain a single pound. That's the immaturity of the typical Republican. They want all the benefits, but none of the responsibilities. When it is the individual mandate, that's what Nixon proposed. That's what Romney care is. It doesn't work unless you have a pool of people, that sick people, young people, old people. That's how it works. That's how they can protect your pre-existing conditions, Newton. And, but they count on the fact that you're dumb, that you're a doltard, and a useful idiot, well, useless idiot. 
so they could say right to your face, we will protect your pre-existing conditions, knowing that you will not know because they have so devalued truth and have you so propagandized against the fourth estate, against the pillars of democracy that keep a free democratic society going, that you won't look up the, the reality. You won't, you, and even if you saw it, you wouldn't believe it, that Republicans are in court. The, the Trump administration is in court right now fighting to overturn your pre-existing conditions protections. You dumb-dumb. You stupid. I'm so sick of you. <sighs> but all but, okay, let's keep going. With this, this famous um, essay, A Day in the Life of Joe Republican, otherwise known as Newton Huff. Joe, well, Newton Huff prepares his morning breakfast, bacon and eggs. Newton's bacon is safe. Well, not anymore. We got to update this. Look it up, Newton. Now in your, the dead pigs that you eat, there, there is guaranteed 90% of the dead pigs are tainted with toenails, vulvas, penises, and shit. Shit that you humans can't digest. Stuff that would go, well, the sinew, the, the, all, the cartilage. Stuff that goes to the dog and cat food. Because they can digest it. That's their, they have a different system than we do. But keep on eating it. Hey, I'm all for you eating that. You get what you deserve. Um, Joe's bacon, well... Newton's bacon used to be safe because some girly man liberal fought for laws to regulate the meat packing industry until Twitler came in and signed an executive order deregulating it and taking all the inspectors off the slaughter line. Not not just taking not just reducing them. Zero. Zero inspectors. Now the slaughterhouses, the murder mills get to self-report. Hey, any pig penises, shit, vulvas, toenails in the meat today? No? Good, great. I'll call you tomorrow. It's okay. Me, uh, Newton's outside. He's, he's hungry. He wants some shit-coated corpse. In the morning shower, Newton reaches for a shampoo. His bottle is properly labeled with each ingredient and its amounts in the total contents because some crybaby liberal fought for his right to know what he was putting on his body and how much it contained. Not like you care. Of course, that's all regulations. Oh, my God. How could anybody be expected to make a buck? And Or where, well, how could they make billions of bucks? I mean, that's what it's about. They get theirs, you get whatever. You get to work your, oh, I work 70 hours a week. Congratulations, you're a dum-dum. I work 70 hours a week. Good for you. I work 70 hours a week supporting my country. What are you doing? I'm fighting you, Newton. Like all real patriots, fascism, 
It is the patriotic duty of every real American to stand up to the fascist dupes like Newton and his dim Fuhrer who are destroying this country. And really, Newton, I think you should secede. I would love you to secede. Do it. I'm tired. I'm really tired of listening to your bullshit, of having to share the same air with idiots who don't, who are impervious to truth, who want all the benefits of society but want none of the responsibilities, who whine, who think it's something to crow about, working 70 hours a week. Just like in le- yesterday when we did the show, when uh, Pence was saying, oh, uh, some mother was work- working three jobs. That's not something to crow about. W- really. We fought, there was, uh, you know, the whole progressive era. We used to have to work seven days a week. We fought for an eight-hour workday, living wages, retirement security, that you and your fellow dum-dum, your, your Reagan assholes, your trickle-down asshole goddamn dupes, all pine to, I guess, turn the United States into the United States of serfs and lords. I want you. No, honey, you're the terrorist. He's like, I would love for American terrorists to be deported regardless if they were born here. You're the terrorist. You understand? You are. You and your ilk. You're the ones walking around with assault weapons. You can't go to a goddamn supermarket without having an assault weapon. You want... Us to not be able to go to the movies, not be able to go to a concert without having to worry about a goddamn nut job walking around with an assault weapon. Now our kids have to go through live shooter drills because of you, Newton, because you're a coward. Really, that's what it comes down to. You're a coward. You, You, just like the idiot who went to... Uh, Kenosha and murdered people on the orders of the dumb Fuhrer. (laughs) You're trying to take credit for the things the Democratic Party did that were good for this country when they used to be a respectable party. Honey, you're... What are you talking about? What have the Republicans ever done? They have never done a single thing for this country. And if you have to go back to 1865, when the Republican Party was a progressive party, when it was founded as an antidote to the entrenched democratic power structure of its day that was, yes, filled with racists, things change. Now you're stocked to the brim with racists and morons. And you're the cowards. Now, I, I don't have to walk around with an assault weapon. I, I have the courage to live in a country that is diverse. I don't get afraid when people don't think exactly like me. I, well, except that's not about, it's, this is not a, you. I'm not talking about you. You're just a fascist. And it is the American duty 
of every true patriot to stand up to a fascist. But I'm talking about somebody who has a different religion or a different culture. See, I, went, I live in uh, Queens, which is called the world's borough. It is the most culturally diverse borough in New York City and the most culturally diverse um, neighborhood in the entire country. So I could tell you that different people of different persuasions can all live together and they don't have to walk around with assault weapons, right? We're not cowards. We're the, see, I was here on September 11th. I live in New York. I saw the towers fall with my own eyes. And I didn't, you know, get all afraid. What's your excuse, moron? Save me, Doltar, and, and of all the people on earth that you pine, that you say, please trickle on me. The idiots, you, you go for a con man. That's what you are, the eager dupe of a con man. An idiot, uh, somebody who is not a successful businessman, who never made an honest buck in his life, who got everything handed to him and bankrupted it Six times over, and counting, not just six times. Everything he's touched, he turned to shit. And now he's turned this country to shit. And you're trying to blame Joe Biden. I love listening to these doltards go on about how it's Joe Biden. If Joe Biden gets elected, the cities will be in turmoil. And this is Trump's America. That's what Republicans want so they could steal. They want the American people fighting and afraid so then they can all disappear behind the walls of their gated community and steal your effing future, steal your present and your retirement. So keep working 70 hours a week saying, thank you, my lord. Thank you. If I keep work, maybe 80, 90. Try 100 hours a week. Maybe a billionaire will come trickle on you. Jesus Christ. This is why. Why do I, I say I know, I, that I don't argue with these people? It's not arguing. It's trying to wake them up, but whatever. It's a lost cause. Republicans are a lost cause. I don't really do this show for Republicans because they're, it's willful ignorance. That's what it is. They don't want to be educated. They want to, like I say, take all, you know, all the um, benefits of civilization, but they don't want to have any of the responsibilities. They don't seem to understand they think that they're not free unless they can pine for a billionaire to trickle on them they don't seem to understand that a country that we went in 40 years from the most to the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap of all our western partners because of trickle-down policies that fascists promote all their deregulation their funneling tax Funneling um, everything to the top. 
It's wonderful. What a great country we live in where you miss two paychecks and everyone's on a food bank line. That's not a middle class. In fact, you can't have a, a, a free democratic republic and a concentrated wealth that we have at the same time. There's, it's, you know, you, as Justice Lewis Brandeis said, we must make our choice. We must, we can pick concentrated wealth or we can have democracy, but we can't have both. I'm not a Republican, by the way, and I'll never be a Republican independent, I think, for myself. Yeah, sure you do. And I see the voting for anyone other than Trump in this election makes you an anti-American hater, baby killer. Okay, baby killer. Hey, you're the baby killer, Newton, because guess what, Newton? Another reason why I can't stand Republicans, they're so devoid and divorced from reality. Be, be, if they only... If they, if they understood reality, maybe I would respect them. For, that's the thing about Republicans. I mean, about n normal people, liberals. When we get new information, we adjust. But never the cult. If you don't like abortion, nobody likes abortion, asshole. Then if you don't like abortion, then vote Democratic because abortion rates go down under Democratic administrations, you moron. Because Democrats, normal people, progressives, and I, I, I understand that some Democrats aren't progressive. We're unapologetic liberal talk here. So normal people, here's the, here's the fact, dum-dum. When you, if you don't like abortion, as nobody does, although I, don't, I wouldn't step into somebody's life and tell them what to do because of freedom. I don't go into somebody's doctor's office and inflict my personal opinion on their personal private choices and decisions and what they want to do in their lives. You don't know why anyone gets into whatever situation and it's not your business so that's called freedom but if you don't like abortion look it up dum-dum abortions go down under reality-based sex education reality-based family planning health expanded health care education upward mobility. So if you don't like abortion, then why are you voting for it? Since Republican policies make so many abortions. You, you just like birth. That's what it is. You don't like anything. You don't like uh, living creatures. You just like birth. Or women, I guess, controlling women. That's also... So, let's see. <clears throat> Newton, let's see. Newton, if Newton is hurt on the job or becomes unemployed, he gets worker compensation or unemployment because some stupid liberal didn't think he should lose his home because of a temporary misfortune. 
It's noontime, and Newton needs to make a bank deposit so he can pay some bills. Newton's deposit is federally insured by the FLFSLIC because some godless liberal named FDR, by the way, wanted to protect Newton's money from, an un, from unscrupulous banksters like Twitler who ruined the banking system before the Great Depression. Newton has to pay his Fannie Mae underwritten mortgage and his below-market federal student loan because some liberal decided that Newton and the government would be better off if he was educated, or at least he tried, and earned more money over his lifetime because when we invest in each other, it actually gives us a return. Like, Like, you may not believe it, you know, every dollar spent in public assistance actually returns a dollar 60 in economic stimulus that's why when twitler and the republicans cut us off at the knees in the middle of a pandemic hold on to your hat here comes the third republican great depression because they think they they think the problem with the pandemic is that working people aren't desperate enough. So that's how much they love the American people. Well, they certainly love the rich. That's it. Newton is home from work. He plans to visit his father this evening at a farm in the country. He gets in the car and he drives. His car is amongst the safest in the world because of some America-hating liberal fought for car safety standards. He arrives at his boyhood home. His was the third generation to live in the house, financed by the Farmer's Home Administration because banksters didn't want to make rural loans. The house didn't have electricity until some big government liberal stuck his nose where it didn't belong and demanded rural electrification, known as as the Tennessee Valley Authority. It wasn't profitable. If everything was profit, the Tennessee doltards would still be sitting in the dark. Well, they are metaphorically. Let's see. Newton is happy to see his father, who is now retired. His father lives on Social Security and a union pension because some wine-drinking, cheese-eating liberal made sure he couldn't take, he could take care of himself. So Joe wouldn't have to. Back in the bad old days, before Social Security, the number one cause of death for the elderly wasn't old age. It was malnutrition and hypothermia in the winter. That's liberals didn't want. They were sick and tired of having to, I don't know, just be treated like hosts from which to suck profit and discard. No, Newton, you could say all that. Newton says, abortions go down under nuclear families. It is your liberal whack job ideas wish to destroy the nuclear family, correct? No, bitch. No, dumb bitch. Newton, we, I just don't want to tell anybody what their family looks like. You understand? That's called freedom. If they want to make a family 
what are you talking about? Abortion, first of all, you may say that. It doesn't make it true, Newton. Abortion goes down under nuclear families. Oh, tough. There you go. That's Newton. There's the auto, the um, authoritarian mindset. We know this for a fact. I thank you for being our example. That Republicans are, they in the, every Republican chest beats the heart of fascism. I've, I've been saying it for years. But there's 25% of the population, maybe it's 35% now that I'm saying it, are authoritarians. Not that they're the authoritarian. They're authoritarian followers. And studies show, we know this for a fact, that conservatives, abnormal fascists, the uh, America haters, in other words, they, they long for hierarchy. And the, so that's why they turn to a daddy, a big daddy, like even if it's a doltard with a fake university and a vitamin scam, a scam artist who saves that, who says only I can fix it. Well, he's he's uh, wrapping his entire family's gullet on the treasury and sucking all out of our tax dollars. You know, you are so transparent, but that's that's who they are. As long as, uh, I mean, just imagine, what do you think Newton, we could scratch the surface. New, I mean, it all comes down to an inability to live with black people. I mean, really, that's what it comes down to. It's they, that's why, oh, it's the nuclear family uh, that makes abortion rates go down. No, no, dummy. You may want to believe that. You may say that. That doesn't make it true. So get your dumb, dumb nose out of everybody's business. Nuclear families? I want to destroy the nuclear family? Are you an, are you an idiot? Destroy it. By what? Um, if you love the family so much. Oh, you mean by allowing gays to get married? Is that a destruction of a family? Or is it the creation of a family? God, you know, they love freedom so much, but they want to dictate who gets it, what freedom looks like. Freedom to them is being the, being the host of a goddamn parasitic billionaire and being able to walk around Walmart with an AK-47 while telling everybody else what they can do, who they can marry, what they, uh, you know, I mean, everything. Who they have to worship. Christ. The nuclear family. Yeah, we're, <clears throat> we're destroying the nuclear family by ensuring that people have health care, living wages, safe food to drink, retirement security, safe food to drink. <laughs> you could drink your food. I mean, I had a, I had, I like shakes, vegetable shakes. Sometimes I like that. But uh, every uh, everything that makes this country, first of all, everything that made this country and that makes this country livable, manageable, was a progressive endeavor. Everything. Standing up to the goddamn oligarchs who, once again, 
the modern conservative is engaged in the oldest, what is that? What is that um, quote? The modern conservative uh, this, I'm just looking up this quote, so I give it, so I uh, do it justice. Man's oldest hmm, let's see. Yes. John Kenneth Galbraith. The modern, modern conservative is engaged in one of man's oldest exercises in moral philosophy. That is, the search for the superior moral justification for selfishness. And there it goes. Here, let's get back to... There's only one more paragraph, oh, short sentence here. Uh, Newton gets back in his car for the ride home and turns on the radio talk show. The radio host keeps telling him that liberals are bad and conservatives are good. He doesn't mention that... The, it is the beloved Republicans who have fought against every protection that Newton and his family enjoys throughout the day. Newton agrees, yes, we don't need those big government liberals ruining our lives. After all, I'm a self-made man who works 70 hours a week and thinks that's success, who believes everything and everyone should take care of themselves, just like I have. Yeah. And that's why Republicans, I say they're delusional. They want all the benefits of civilization. They just, they, the thing that really annoys me about them is that they lack the courtesy, the maturity, the decency, the manners to merely say thank you. Thank you for creating the United States my country that I pretend to love, right, Newton? You can only pretend to love it since you hate everybody in it, just about everybody in it. Someone, well, all those, the white people you like, I'm sure. Some white, white men who walk around Walmart with assault weapons. That's freedom to you. That, when you're an idiot, you're a useless idiot. And this is what we're up against. All right, I have been neglecting the chat over at YouTube. If you're on any other channel, join us at youtube.com slash C slash RDT Daily Media. And that's where I, I just saw this Newton. He's on Facebook, and so are a few others like Ed. Hello. Hello. Who else is here? Uh, but it's easier for me to follow one chat. Sometimes the Facebook chat slips through the cracks. Yeah. What is he saying? To Ed, now he's fighting with Ed on the chat. But I could talk about you. Wait, wait, wait. But I can talk about what you stuff in your face chances are I moved closer to you. What does that mean? Who cares? Oh, snap! You really got him. And this is the other thing why Republicans... I'm glad I'm going to leave Newton. I'm going to let him stay. But for now, we'll see how it goes. Um, This is why Republicans 
are also anti-Americans, that they hate America. Because how is the country founded, right? The founders pledged their lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other. There's nothing more progressive than that. They didn't pledge their lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to the king. That was the system the founders rebelled against. Pledging your lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other sure sure sounds like we're in this together. E pluribus unum. Out of many, one. That if we have a country where some of the people, they have a very different American experience than than um, Newton has. And what do you want to bet? Newton's a white guy, right? So when our fellow Americans say, here's my American experience. My American experience is filled with pain. What does Newton say? I don't want to hear it. Nah, nah, nah. USA, USA, USA. This is the greatest country on earth. All lives matter. When, if all lives mattered, we wouldn't have to say that black lives matter. So if Newton really loved this country, what would happen? Just like if you love your family and a member of your family comes to you and says, I'm in pain. Do you say to them, we're all in pain. Fuck off. Or do you say, why? Tell me why. And if that family member comes and has, let's say, video proof of them being assaulted (laughs) again and again and again, and then you have proof of uh, somebody else, not, let's say, as what I'm trying to make a, 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 a correlation, is when you have a white guy who commits a crime and the cops take him to Burger King and then you have a black guy who committed what? The crime of who knows? Possibly passing a counterfeit bill, maybe? Or selling Lucy cigarettes, which are not, it's not a violent crime like Dylan Roof getting taken to the goddamn Burger King. And you say that, why are some of my fellow Americans treated this way when we are literally being murdered? We can't even turn our backs. It's a disgrace. So what does Newton do? Oh, well, all lives matter. If all lives mattered, why are there, why is it a pattern? It's not a one-off. So if you really love your country and you see that it's that your fellow Americans are in pain, you want to you want to heal. You want to help them and you want to get together and move forward as a more perfect union. Listen to them. Understand and try to make the changes that will make a more perfect union because we are in it together. That's what it means to pledge your life, fortune, and sacred honor to each other. When you say 
I don't want to hear it. You guarantee that the pain will continue, and they don't want to hear it. That's why Republicans are not, they hate this country, because they want it torn to shreds. And nobody um, is a patriot. See, the name, uh, the word patriot means fellow American. Well, it means fellow countrymen. So you can't call yourself a patriot while turning your back on your fellow countrymen. And there you go. You can't say you love America while you hate everybody in it. And what, what do Republicans do? We've, we know this for a fact, and they've done surveys, studies, whatever, that the Republican Party is, they are motivated by the desire to own the libs, own the libs. That's what gets them going. That's why, you know, what's his name? Newton. He, I, I, he almost, I almost, he's so forgettable. He's just like this nameless doltard in a mass of doltards that they come into a chat and they say, Trump 2020. What does that even mean? And you could show them all the receipts. You could show them the fact that Twitter was fined you know, ever before, many years before he even thought of becoming the well who knows if he thought but years before the uh he ran for president he was fined by the government for laundering money for the russian mob so there you go but he's not um he was impeached he was being picked on right and picked on let's let's pretend that it was obama that used taxpayer money to to tell, to ask, to strong arm a foreign country, an ally, into announcing an investigation on a political rival, not even having the investigation, announcing it. What do you think Newton would do? Of course. That's why they're so full of shit, because they, they're not consistent. And you know what? The difference between what we do here on Tarabuster and in the real liberal media, you know it for a fact. We don't go blindly with the Democrats, Nancy Pelosi. We, uh, in fact, we get in trouble. I get in trouble, not in trouble. Whatever, I don't give a shit. If, it's, uh, but we get criticized by these corporate Dems for. They say bashing Joe Biden, bashing Nancy Pelosi. We're talking about real liberal policies. That's what we fight for here, regardless. But the dem- but the goddamn Republicans, they're so full of shit. So if it were, and I know this for a fact, I guarantee, take this to the bank, if it were, the, the shoe was on the other foot, if Obama used taxpayer money to to twist the arm of a foreign country into um, announcing, not even having an investigation, but announcing an investigation on a foreign rival, I mean, on a political rival, we would be livid. We would talk about it here, and we we would take, you know, take him to the woodshed. But they don't seem to care. 
as long as a Republican commits the crime. And what if, what if we've lived in this country for for years, right? I was born here. We've lived here. We've gone through many um, campaigns and many presidents. And I, what would Republicans, what would this guy do if we were under Democratic presidents that received fewer votes? This is how many times? And then the, the, the Democratic um, leader of the House get, uh blocked a legally elected in a landslide two times president let's say a republican president a democratic leader of the house blocked the two times legally and overwhelmingly popularly elected president republican president as if that would happen into um uh blocking him from appointing the uh, people to the bench to the judiciary they would lose their minds that's why they're full of shit it's different rules as long as it's a republican if it's a white guy they don't care the crimes it's a crime spree that's why the republicans they uh, they count on the, you know it's not just count on they bank on it cuz republicans are easily played and they really are. They're authoritarians. They, no matter what, we've done, not just, I mean, we, we've talked about it on, on the show, how Republicans, they are wedded to hierarchy because it, scare, the, the scary complex world, that's why. Everybody should know their place. This is why they're cowards. And they are fear-based. We the other studies we know that conservatives have larger amygdalas, fear centers in their brains, and they are triggered by by fear. That's why the Republican convention is nothing but fear, fear. Be afraid, be afraid. They're coming to get you. They're gonna get you. Gonna take you. It's gonna happen to you. And they're such victims, the professional victims, like that Nick Sandman. We saw him. We all saw that kid. What if it was a Democrat standing in front of a Republican, whatever? Let's say, I don't know, whatever. Let's say a priest. Let's say some kid was standing in front of a priest, one foot away from the priest in his personal space, looking down on him with a smug, condescending grin. What would happen? The they would be outraged. But Republicans, what do they do? They make him a professional victim. Here, let's tell your story. And his parents set him up for being a, a filthy liar. Uh, that's the way it is with Republicans. They don't seem to care. It's all about owning the libs somehow. Look, I'm a victim. I was victimized by... The Washington Post, who reported that I stood and stared at this Native American. Unbelievable. They, I mean, really, honestly, they, they must, how do, do they really believe their own bullshit? That's what we were asking the other day. Do they believe it? Does it get to the point where they've told the lie so many times that they actually believe it? 
All right, enough with this fucking guy. Let's see. This is why. This is why did I have a show? I was so I'm so aggravated now. All right, guys, thank you, Jim, for your super chat, and thank you, Malcolm, for your super chat. Malcolm says, "Hey, let's support this woman of moral courage." Thank you. She needs a wider expose. She needs wider exposure in social media. You goddamn right. That's what I keep telling you. <laughs> I'm glad we. I'm glad you hear it. I don't know. I can't talk. What am I saying? Please become a patron. Somebody better become a patron soon. After well, we have patrons, but we need about a thousand more. <laughs> so. Oh, my God. The other thing, so yesterday we were talking about C-SPAN. And I was telling you guys, well, we were listening to the calls into C-SPAN, and they were all full of shit. This is why the Republicans are, they're very crafty because they can't, they don't have anything in reality to boast about. So they have to run their scams on the useless idiots who vote for their own demise. You know, they and they do it like, for example, we all the time we say, you know, the rugged individuals, the Republicans, they're such rugged individuals, but just try it. They're all a bunch of sheep. The individuals are the progressives, the Democrats, the normal people, the liberals, the, those who are capable of not having to uh, shit their diapies if somebody different has a different idea about... I don't know, the universe, that they don't, they're not believing in some God, some, uh, well, whatever, an, uh, a socialist hippie who gave out free health care. Now Republicans have turned him into a capitalist who doesn't give a shit about anybody else but himself, but whatever. Yeah, can't take them seriously. Rugged individuals, just try being a rugged individual in the Republican Party. Well, they like a couple of tokens. They like, you know, like uh, yeah, the diamond and silks of the world because they hide behind them like human shields for their bigotry. But, yeah, everything is, they're so full of shit. It's not even, that's why I wonder, do they believe their own shit? You know that, Nick Sandman, he knows that what he was doing. We saw the video. We all did. And if you saw it and you were objectively watching it, you you saw a teenager acting like a like a douchebag. Like uh, that's not so out of the realm of possibility for teenagers with all of his friends showing off. That's what they do. Teenage boys. So it's so out of character that the kid thought that he was being funny without really having an understanding of what he was doing. So then, of course, what do the Republicans do? Instead of giving this kid an opportunity to learn something about his behavior, that that's not okay. 
that you don't, you know, I'm sure he was doing it to show off in front of his friends. Not that he's some kind of evil demon or something. This is what kids do. So instead of giving him the opportunity to learn a lesson and grow, what do they do? They all rally around him as the victim. And he's lying now. Absolutely. So he got, he sued. I don't care how many um, newspapers settle with him because that's, they settled. He, he sued for $250 million. He didn't get a fraction of that. Absolutely not. He's, I am, I guarantee you that. Part of, they sue, they settle just to get people off their backs too. Because going to court is a costly affair. And part of the settlement is, you know, you can't tell. You can't disclose how much they gave. I'm telling you, it was probably, if it was $10,000, I would be surprised. Really. So. And what did the Washington Post do to him? They reported the story. And then they corrected it because they originally said, and then, well, they originally said that he blocked the um, the man from from going where he was going or whatever. They blo- he blocked him, and then another video came out, and they re they corrected the story. They said uh, taking out the part that he where he said he blocked the guy. That's the difference between people who aren't a bunch of filthy liars with an agenda, a.k.a. the Republican Party, and the fourth estate or people in journalism trying. People make mistakes, and then there's a retraction. Then there's a correction. Why is my camera so out of focus? And that's par for the course. This is what happens. Doesn't mean you're evil. Doesn't mean you're trying to get him. They reported the, accurately what happened, what they saw in the video. Okay. But what happened? The Republicans, his fa- his family, really should they should be ashamed of themselves for enabling that bad behavior. Meaning that you don't take responsibility for yourself when you act like a douchebag. You whine and you pretend you're the victim. You're the victim here. You're canceled. I'm a victim of cancel culture. No, you got caught in the act of being yourself, a dumb teenage boy who doesn't... I don't expect him to know history you know he doesn't have to be he's not a scholar obviously so I'm sure he didn't really understand every what he was seeing that he was seeing a Native American and it was um he was denigrating someone's prayer he probably thought it was a big joke because that's not what he's used to he's used to his religion and everybody that surrounds him. He goes to a Catholic school. 
He's used to being around people who are just like him. You think they're teaching them about the real history of the United States? About the genocide of the Native Americans? I highly doubt it. So there's a young kid being the dick. Wow, is that so hard to believe? We saw the video. That's why I'm like, it's, it is, um, they, they created a monster. They, instead of having the, taking the opportunity to teach a child something about being, being a decent person, they taught him how to be a victim, another Republican professional victim. If you get caught in the act of being yourself, you just lie and pretend you're, you're the one being picked on. Don't believe your lying eyes that there was, that we saw on the video, a kid with a smirk standing one foot away from somebody, looking at somebody with a condescending smirk on his face. Why would you stand so close to somebody like that? Why would you stare at them like that? That's not natural. So, there you go. They're all... They're all professional victims, though. And that's the thing. They're, be afraid, be afraid, be afraid. I'm a victim, I'm a victim. They're such victims, but we're the ones getting killed. They're the victims, though. They're the ones with the assault weapons... They're the ones shooting people. It's always a right winger. Even the what Pence did in his speech, in his lie, in his lie-riddled, I don't know what it was, he not only, this is the thing that gets me insane, and this is another thing that Newton is probably stupid about. They, um, he keeps taking credit for... Obama signing this Veterans Choice thing. He's th that was signed in 2015 under Obama, and they have no shame. They just take credit. And then Pence remarks about a um, a cop that was killed during some of the uh, rioting and protesting, and the cop was killed by one of the fascists, the Boogaloo Boys. So they neglect to say that. This is who they are. It's never ending, the lies. But because Trump is a fascist, this is what fascists do. They devalue the currency of truth. And they, they, they have, he's been doing that for years. Devalue truth. And therefore, what, I mean, but how do these people call themselves patriots? When the only profession enshrined in the Constitution is the fourth estate, the press. It is vital for a functioning democracy. So an autocrat, a tax-cheating, draft-dodging autocrat, dictator-envying, douchebag with a fake university, a fake vitamin scam, a fake... I mean, we could go on. A history of not paying his workers stiffing workers, attacking people on social security in his biz, in his tacky, um, in his tacky apartments. 
That's what, that's who he is. Oh my God. This Robert C. Fouts, Trump 2020. What's going on on this feed? Where are all these douchebags coming from? Did Newton Huff call for reinforcements for his, because he's so butthurt that I took him to the woodshed? That he's an idiot? Oh, no, I can't. I can't face reality. I'm an asshole. I can't face it. So help me. Everybody come in here and say Trump 2020. It's a, It's really embarrassing. You should really be embarrassed for being such a willful dupe of a con man. The biggest loser. Trump is the biggest, the single biggest loser American taxpayer. Somebody had to be. It was Trump. He lost more money than any single person in the United States. Oh, that's all fake news though, right? He's already been fined for laundering money for the Russian mob. That's fake news though, right? He created a fake Well, first of all, this is what a billionaire does. They create a fake multi-level marketing vitamin scam. That's what billionaires do, right? And then it goes bankrupt in two years. Trump network vitamins. You must have guzzled them. I'm sure, Robert C. Fouts. Maybe you were one of the the dum-dums who got suckered into being one of the salespeople. They, They were left holding the bag after Trump got his greedy, pudgy fingers around it and ran it into the ground in two years. That's what happens with everything that he touches. It must be very difficult for them to live in a country that is so confusing to them. Republicans, it's not only that they hate America... They're confused by America. That's why they hate America. And that's why they hate their fellow Americans. Anybody who sits around thinking that I'm drinking liberal tears, that this is your motivation, then you're not American. You're not a patriot. You're a traitor. And that's, you know, of course, you're the, the eager dupe of a con man. Because that's the thing about liberals, normal people, patriots, real patriots, not the fake ones like Robert C. Fouts and Newton Huff. They, patriots are, uh, they care about their fellow Americans. See, I don't get out of bed in the morning thinking, how can I make Robert C. Fouts cry? Because... No, what we do, what normal people do is like, how can we ensure that everyone, including idiots like Robert C. Fouts, have a living wage, work in decent conditions, they get a share, a fair share of the profit that their labor makes possible, that they can go to the doctor when sick, that they can take a day off that they can make a living wage and they don't have to work 70 hours a week. 
that they when they eat food, it's not filled with shit like Trump allows into the food supply. No. Even Robert C. Fouts and Newton Huff get to take, you know, take advantage of the civilization that civilized, normal, patriotic Americans, progressives, make possible. So we don't sit around going, let's make them cry. That's our, I mean, really, they prove me right every time they open their, their mouths. Other than when they open their mouths, pining for a billionaire to trickle on them, they prove me right. Everything I say, Republicans are unfit. They lack the basic maturity to function in a free democratic society. They can only pretend to love because it takes a level of maturity to live with diverse people. It takes a level of intellectual maturity, moral maturity, to want to have a functioning civilization, a, a democratic republic. You guys, you're definitely perfect for a fascist dictatorship run by a con man. That's the, your perfect scenario because, yeah, that's all that we normal people can expect from doltards, that they pine for a billionaire to trickle on them. It's amazing. All right, let's see. Who's in the chat? I want to say hello. Thank you for your super chats. And who do we have? Sin City and Ed. Hello and hello Haiku. Hello DPO5000. I'm not taking calls because I didn't set up the phone call. I'm sorry. Maybe another night. DPO5000. Mm. Oh, I see. I wanted to talk about Biden's outreach or lack thereof. Exactly. He has no ground game. No volunteers. He's going to lose this election. Yeah, if they lose it again. It's definitely theirs to lose. And I have I share your concern. Because there are a lot of idiots in this country. And they're also, I mean, they really don't care. I, It's disgusting, frankly. But like I say, they lack the basic maturity to function in a free democratic society. They can only pretend to love it. That's why they cling to the jingoistic language and the ugly flag abortion t-shirts with stars and shit that these colors don't run. What are, they, they run all the time. They're cowards. I mean, they run, not the co- I, I, I Well, Trump runs. He ran away from our, our allies in Syria, that's for sure. He ran, he cut and run, all, he cuts and runs all the time. He cut and ran when it was his turn to go serve. He got his bone spurs. <laughs> Unlike me, you know, I serve this country. I wore the uniform of this country. Not like any of the Trump family, the con, the whole 
Trump crime family, a bunch of grifters who their their father, their grandfather made money, and that's it. This is he's not a great businessman. He never made anything in business. He inherited his wealth, and everything else he touched, he turned to shit. And then his useless, ugly, wasted human DNA family, his, his bitch of a daughter, his ugly on the inside and outside sons who do nothing but, what, take from life, lovely, beautiful animals. This is what they do in their spare time, killing beautiful creatures and making sweatshops in China. They have everything handed to them, and that's the best they can come up with. I'm going to make a sweatshop in China. That's your idea. That's why Trump, please, he's got, he's a grifter. He's got the, oh, I'm going to make a multi-level marketing vitamin scam. What real billionaire does that? What real businessman has to pay off a porn star in installments? These people are so stupid. God. And that's why they believe every lie that comes out of the mouths of their dim Fuhrer and their dumb leader. They, know, they have no idea what it means to be an American. They hate America. Republicans hate America. That's it. That's why they have to project. Oh, it's liberals. Liberals are, make, are destroying the country. It's the same thing with what we're hearing at the convention. It's Joe Biden's America. If Joe Biden becomes the president, this is going to, oh, cities will be on fire. What? This is Trump's America. Uh, Nearly 200,000 Americans dead in two months. Five million are sick and counting. 40 million out of work. Ridiculous. And the idiots who won't even do the least they can do to, to help, to save their fellow Americans from possibly getting the coronavirus. Wear a fucking mask, these assholes. So. Trump 2020. Dumbasses. God. Suckers born every minute. Trump Z's are living proof. Yes, they are. It's like you don't even know English. You're just talking bullshit. This is what he's saying to me on the chat. I don't know English? Wow. You got me there. Why don't you call me a dyke or something? I mean, that's what Republicans do. Like your your great hero calls him a fat pig or, you know. I mean, they're so stupid. They are so stupid. That is it. Here's something interesting. Let me see. Where is this video that I'm... I thought I had... Ah, son of a bitch. Oh, I'm looking in the wrong thing. I'm looking for this particular video. Holy shit. 
that went on how long for how long have we been on the air? I've been Wait a minute. I've been screaming at this guy for two, how long? What, an hour and a half? Holy shit. Oh, here we go. Here's what Trump says about the NBA. I'm sure you heard this. Trump 2020. You could cry again. Yeah, I cried because I was really sad that there are so many assholes in this country. So many suckers. And then I realized, well, suckers are born every minute. Trump Trumpanzies are living proof. I also made it made me sad knowing that we would probably well, exactly what what we see, that cities would be burning, people would be be dead. But they exceeded my expectations just how far how divided and how uh ablaze everything would be with such a incompetent con man uh, and also a traitor to the country. No, Trump is a traitor. He couldn't give a shit about this country. He cares about money. Stuffing more shit in that empty hole he know uh, that is otherwise known as a soul where his soul would be. And I I was also upset not yeah, well, I was upset that it's sad that there's so many racists in this country, so many idiots who can fall for such a, the, a an ugly con man who tickled racist funny bones, the oldest tricks in the book. Trump is not a, he's not a, a an astute politician. He just has no morals. He would, to, to quote Game of Thrones, he would burn this country to the ground if he could be king of the ashes. And here we are. And yeah, and it's racism. So somebody who comes down an escalator saying Mexicans are rapists and some of them are good people, I guess, that's, yeah, as a student of history, it's chilling knowing how what happened in the 20th century, how many people have to die, how many people have to fall for the racist rhetoric, it never ends, because some are authoritarians, some are stupid, some are racist. You have to be a stupid person to be a racist, and these are, I'm not just saying that, it's not just my opinion, this is a study there are many studies that confirm this, that racists are stupid. They have low IQs. Of course they do. Why wouldn't you? It's, it's a distinction without a difference. Someone who has darker pigment? Well, we're all Americans, and the problem is that Amer some of these idi idiots, like Newton Huff, think it's okay that... The so-called president, they don't mind that he received fewer votes because they don't give a shit about democracy. They, they hate the country. But they think it's in a country that is a nation of immigrants, whether they like it or not. We know they don't like it because they're trying to change. They don't like immigration. When you 
you can't get it's it's like you hate yourself so stop inflicting your manias on society and get help use obamacare before trump destroys it and get the help you need you desperately need because anybody who who goes down an escalator who well first of all anyone who has a history like trump as a con man and you're like, that's a great business man. I'm going to vote for the business man. And then he comes down an escalator saying Mexicans are rapists. And you're like, that's the guy for me. You must know. Well, you don't know. I'm telling you. You're a racist and a dupe. And you have been played by the oldest tricks in the book. Ra- tickle racist funny bones. And you will get the doltards to cheer their own demise. As long as you can tell them, um, I got your back. All the while, taking from you and funneling it to himself and his friends. That's what's happened. We were already the least upwardly mobile with the widest income gap of all of our Western partners. We went in 40 years from the time I've been alive, we went from the most to the least upwardly mobile of all the Western democracies. There is a wider gap between rich and poor in the United States than there was in ancient Rome. And that wasn't the case 40 years ago until Reagan started his, uh, started, well, they, they lowered the marginal tax rate from 90, well, it was in the 70s at the time, down to below 50%, and that's when it began, and they started to attack the New Deal and unravel all of the protections and the regulations that built the middle class to begin with. We only had, we had that short window known now as the great prosperity. That's when the New Deal was in effect after the first Republican Great Depression. And the problem in the country is that we, because we're a nation of immigrants and we have uh, our black American uh, brothers and sisters never fully had a seat at the table, all of these racist policies will always come home to roost if we, we, we have to confront our racist history. We have to, um, we have to promote and we have to embrace policies that leave no one behind. This is what has to happen. But with a bunch of doltards and racists and morons who fall for the oldest tricks in the book all the time. Those like Trump and the oligarchs who he works for, well, he, well, he wants to be so one of them, funneling money to the top. I mean, that's what he did. He gets into office in the most uh, divided economically country in all of the Western democracies, and he says, we need more income disparity. That's the GOP tax scam. How's that uh, private, what, what was it, a private yacht write-off? How's that working for you? This is ha- the elimination of the estate tax. Oh, the death tax. You don't like taxes. It's just taxes. Honey, you're not being 
You're not getting the tax breaks, dummy. They're going to the billionaires. That's why people like Jeff Bezos earned, not not earned, glommed up $13 billion one Monday while your fellow Americans, like it or not, remained on the food bank lines and can't save $400. That's not successful. That's not a successful democracy. It's not a successful system. And they know you're an idiot. So instead of, you know, uh, you, they, they need you to cheer your own demise instead of figuring out to turn your anger where it belongs, at the idiots like Trump, at Trump and his greedy friends. Instead, they need you divided. That's why they tickle your racist funny bone and you fall for it all the time because they want you fighting some black people, people with darker pigment who you have more in common with than you will ever have with Twitler and his pals, and they laugh at you. They laugh at you they, more than, they, than we do. Well, I pity you. We work for you. We're trying to make your life decent. You think it's successful to work 70 hours a week. That's not a life. You think Trump works 70 hours a week? He doesn't even work two. He, that's not work. He doesn't work at all. Oh, no, they get vacation. They get sick days, d- days off, retirement. Yeah, they do. While you're a stupid asshole who thinks that your problems are the Mexicans. That's why I, it's sickening listening to you. It's like, please. The oldest tricks in the book. Read a book, goddammit. Turn off Fox News and read a book. Start with the history of Western civilization. And realize you're being played, dum-dum. Fucking Jesus Christ. Anyway, where are we? We only got two super chats. What is going on? No one's being a patron, and there's no, no one. Not no one. I'm not saying no one. There are everybody's who is a patron. I'm just like, what's happening in my life, in life in general? Oh, what was I doing (laughs) besides complaining? Let me play this because Trump was talking about the NBA. God damn it. Wait a minute. How come I couldn't hear that? Mind-boggling. It could even be a super V. Uh, we set a record last quarter on jobs. The job numbers were, as you know, over 9 million jobs. That's a record in the history of our country. I think we're going to have a GDP that's going to be mind-boggling. Uh, now, that'll be announced, interestingly, just before the election, so that'll be very interesting. But the Fed... As you know, the Atlanta, I guess it was the Atlanta Fed announced uh, that they projected a 26% GDP. There's never been any such thing anywhere Holy in the world. Holy shit. I'm playing the, the wrong one, but 
talk about bullshit. A super V. Oh, did he learn that in uh, Wharton School of Business? Wow, he knows all about a super V. Give me a break. He's, he's just trying to sound like he knows business. And first of all, a country is not a business. Jesus Christ. A super V? We, more people um, signed up for unemployment. More people on the verge of homelessness. More people are on food bank lines. More people are sick. We're losing a 1,000 Americans a day. Remember Benghazi, 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 and how Republicans w- lost their minds? When, uh, you know, you get a, a few people die, they lose it. Except when Twitler does it, when Republicans do it. When their ineptitude, their incompetence. I was, uh, that was the wrong goddamn shot. I was trying to find the one where he's talking about the NBA. Maybe, let me look on Twitter. NBA. See, I say, I write Twitler. It just comes out instead of Trump. Trump. NBA. The reason I want to play this, hold on, let's see. This is the. Here we go. NBA. Ugh. I don't know much about the NBA protest. I know their ratings have been very bad because I think people are a little tired of the NBA, frankly. Uh, but I don't know too much about the protest. But I know their ratings have been very bad, and that's too. That's unfortunate. They've become like a political organization. And that's not a good thing. I don't think that's oh a my good God. thing for sports or for the country. Okay, so he doesn't know he doesn't know anything about the protest, but he knows about the NBA's ratings, because that's what's important. He doesn't know about the cities on fire under his so-called inept. Well, it's not so-called inept under his leadership, so-called. But he knows about, he doesn't know about what's going on. He doesn't know about the murders of African-American brothers and sisters. But he knows about the NBA's ratings because that's what's important. All right, Newton, on the, on the chat, you're, you're, this is what happens with Republicans. They, they cross into tedious pretty quickly is there anyone else on here who recognized the fact that this woman is talking total bullshit come on speaker somebody here has to have common sense and don't be afraid don't be scared just speak up say trump 2020 say america for america for americans hey dumb bitch you hate america so enough with your stupidity. Oh, and then he posts diamond and silk. All right, enough. God bless our greatest president ever, Trump. America for Americans who love America. So get out, Newton. You hate America. You're not an American. You hate America. You're incapable of functioning in America. You're the eager dupe of a dictator envying con man. You're a sucker. You're like the good Germans. And trust me, 
last thing I'm going to say before you're out of here is one day soon, Newton, you and all of your Trump and Z pals will only speak of your support of the dictator envying con man who with a fake university, a fake vitamin scam, the tax cheat, the draft dodger with the with the three trophy wives who had to pay off porn stars in installments, who meets with autocrats behind closed doors without any record of what they talked about, who praises his uh, the, the murderer of a journalist who, I'm talking about the Saudis, you know, the one, his big pal who lured... Uh, a journalist into an embassy and dismembered him alive, and Trump praised him. Complicit, what is that, accessory after the fact of a murder? This is your hero. Just like the good Germans who all ran, who all threw out their photos of Hitler, all pretend, I never supported Hitler. One day soon, all of the Trump anzies, all the traitors, all the America haters who are incapable of functioning in a free democratic society, who hate this country, you will only speak of your support of the con man in shamed whispers. Mark those words. Put it in your diary. Bye-bye. All right, he's gone. It's hopeless, you understand? They are hopeless. How do you... How do you... Look at that con man and just... No matter what he does... No matter how many Americans are dead, no matter how many lies he tells, no matter how many dictators he props up, how many democratic norms he attacks, how many pillars of democracy he dismantles, how many times he makes you eat pigs covered in their own feces, how many times you show them the truth about what's going on? They, they just go, tr- Trump 2020. It's boring. There's, well, there you go. That's why we don't, uh, we, we just keep evolving without them. You can't. With Joe Biden, come on. He wants to work with these idiots? They have absolutely no interest in working. They don't want a functioning democracy. They hate America. They hate democracy. They can't deal. They cannot handle it. They can't handle democracy because it takes maturity. Wow. Yeah, it does. You know, to be able to be like, okay. What's your American experience? That's just as valuable as my American experience. You don't go, USA, USA, USA. And when 
the country is burning down and 200,000 Americans are dead in three months and 40 million are out of work and um, 5 million are sick and the money is flowing to the top and Americans are on food lines. What You don't say this is Joe Biden's America. He's not even the president. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, 20 million evicted. Pitch black on the chat. This this is his catastrophe. As we were warned, everything Trump touches dies. He's never been a success at anything. His entire life. And they're so... I mean, it's it's a lost cause. They're the lost cause. Bunch of traitors. Just like, well, that's why they love flying the flags of traitors and calling Nazis very fine people. Because they think they they think they're fine people. They're Nazis. <laughs> okay. My God. All right. What else are we talking about? Does anybody even care anymore? Let's see. Where am I? Who am I? I was... So, you guys remember... Well, hey, 24 hours ago, it was such a long time, when we were listening to the C-SPAN callers, and they were all the Democratic Party line. They're like, I used to be a Democrat, and now I'm a, I'm voting for Trump. Well... It's, of course, I said, I wonder what happened when, after the Democratic Convention. And as I predicted, here, let's play a little bit. This is all, this is all bullshit. You understand, Republicans are, they are masters at manipulation because they have nothing in reality to boast about. They can't say Social Security. They can't say Medicare. When you say, what have the Republicans ever done for the working class? What are they going to say? They have to lie. They say, oh, we passed a middle-class tax cut. This is what they're saying in the, in the Republican scam show that's happening right now. They're not, no, 90% of the goddamn GOP tax... Was it 90%? Maybe more. Of the GOP tax scam went to the 1%. Even so, so much so, that when you... Just look it up. Twitler was... uh, He was going on about how, oh, first we had... Because when the scam caught up to him and people were like, hey, this is a tax cut that benefits the freaking 1.1.1%. And he was like, oh, well, first we had to prime, you know, prime the pump. Like, it's not primed enough. They don't have enough at the top. And next time, because he was saying, during the election, we'll have a middle-class tax cut. You see, because that's what a great businessman he is. After he getting into the office despite receiving fewer votes he 
he saw, well, because he's, well, he sucks. He doesn't see anything. He just watches Fox News. But he saw that, oh, well, we're the least upwardly mobile. We have the the widest income gap. So let's um, put more money at the top. Right? That's what you do when you really love your country, when you love the people. You, your first two bills are, okay, I love my people so much that I will, well, the, one of the, this, the first bill that he signed was, not bill, executive order. He made it so when you go to a financial advisor, they don't, they no longer have to be a fiduciary, meaning they don't have to have your best interest at heart. They could just peddle any kind of bullshit like Trump Network Vitamins or Trump University, whatever it is, whatever scam that works for them, they will make you, they will steal your last goddamn dollar or penny at this time. And that was the first bill. So, because Obama made it, his executive order was that financial advisors had to be Fiduciaries, they had to act in the best interest of the client, not to sell them fake bullshit like a fake university and a vitamin scam, right? But Trump, that's how much he loves you. He wants you, well, he's the suckers, just a sucker. The second bill that he signed was allowing hunters, not bill, I'm sorry, executive order, allowing hunters to shoot hibernating bears and their cubs. There was not enough of that going on in the country. There was too much decency, you see, too much compassion, too much of that compassionate conservatism. And he knows that the uh, people like that asshole whose name I can't remember, Newton, some Newton Newton or something, um, they don't feel like a man unless they're murdering hibernating animals and their cubs. So, all right. Thank you, Stephen, for your super chat. And thank you, Jim, again, another super chat. So, what I wanted to, where was I? What, oh, yeah. Pfft, Jesus Christ. I'm so getting so distracted. See, this is what I see. That's. I see me, but it's on a dis, and I see you. Where is Safari? Here we go. This is from the Democratic debate. Okay, now we know it's all bullshit, right? For the second time, because I don't passion. Yeah. All right, so let's forward this. Dessert. Ten. Delaware, Michael in Gaithersburg, Maryland, on our Democrats line. Kamala Harris accepts the vice presidential nomination. What do you think? I'm appalled. I don't like her, and I don't like... What? I don't like... I am a Democrat, but I'm voting for Trump for the second time. What do you think? I don't like what's going on in the Democratic Party. It's not the Democratic Party of the past. And, Unbelievable, uh, right? talking about uniting people all together. And so far, all they do, I mean, I thought we were past looking at the color of people's skin because I'm in my 70s, but I thought we were All right, let's forward. The freedom as well as equality. What do you think so of Joe Biden? Where Where are you on Joe Biden right now, Steve? Oh, oh he's solid. I think he's, I think right. he's a lock. So hoping that while she is a woman and she is. Uh, oh, 
she has been uh, a servant of the rich, like our Governor Newsom, or like uh, many people in Let our Let me see if this is the Democratic line. Woman. Seems sad for us. Robert thought throughout all of this and thinking about it. Look at. Were you aware of her back then? Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh, wait a minute. Harris became the fourth woman in U.S. history to accept either a presidential or a vice presidential nomination. Yes, she did. And um, while you know, I think it's a very noble achievement on her end. I feel that. Understanding that while she's a woman, I don't. I worry that we may run into this whole idea of identity politics running into this election. So, hoping that while she is a woman and she is um, a POC woman, um, knowing that she needs to represent everyone in this country, I think is very important to, to understand. Robert, San Francisco, Independent Line. Robert, you're on C-SPAN. Hello. Well, what an honor. Um, I just wanted to comment more about the format than anything else. Uh, I'm surprised I hadn't heard anybody mention it, but it is awfully surrealistic the way that this COVID-19 convention is being handled. Uh, you could tell I'm a little older, but it oh reminds God. me a lot of a of a drive-in without any cars. It's very spooky looking. All and right, whatever. Between the first debate, she whatever. The point is that when you listen to the callers, you know that the Republicans are flooding the line. And I know yesterday I told you guys that back in the day I used to play a game of whack-a-troll. And on Huffington Post, I would try to, yeah, in my spare time or whatever, we, I would try to find the paper posters, pay for posts. The Republicans pay people to post on blogs, to call into radio shows. This is what happens every election cycle. And I'll show you some ads. I actually found them. Hold on. You think I'm making it up? Watch. I took screen grabs of these. This was years ago, though. All right. You probably can't read that. It's too small. How can I make it bigger? I can't. Well, I'll read it. It says, right-wingers needed to post comments. Right? Why? Wait, wait, wait. Writers needed to post right-wing comments. This is from a job board. But it's advertising in Calgary. <clears throat> I also have some in um, from here, from the United States. Wait, where's the other one? Pay. Post. I found another one from Craigslist. Hmm. Hold on, guys. Talk amongst yourself for a minute. Let's see. Not image. Let's see. Where is it? No, no, no. That's why I need patrons, guys. So I can tell them. Let's see. Hmm. 
Where is it? Hmm. There was another Craigslist ad that I found. Okay, well, it says writers needed to post right-wing comments to social media and news outlets. We are a social media company working for a political organization hired to help balance the left-wing bias of the major media outlets by supplying a team of writers who will post newspaper post to newspaper comments, media forums, Facebook pages, etc. Your writing must be strong, right-wing, and use the supplied talking points without being bogged down in too much detail. You're creating... I'll get rid of it. You're creating an online persona with a consistent tone. Ideally, you can find or con construct facts and statistics to stir controversy. Where suited, humor is welcome. You're a news junkie who is able to log on to news forums and Facebook pages several times a day. You're able to write comments tailored to new topics while repeating key talking points. Compensation to be determined. Hourly rate and volume of online activity. Bonuses for controversial postings that heat up a topic or forum thread. How to apply. We are more interesting. Interest. What is this? It says interesting in your writing than your resume. To apply, submit a 100-word post based on the headline. Let's see. Uh, promises Ig Ignatius promises no coalitions after elections. Show us that you can write from a right-wing character voice. Score points. Stir outrage. Use humor. Be sure to include your name email, and sell so we can contact you. Sorry, only candidates who submit the best submissions will be contacted for an interview. There you go. And then there's... Where the heck is it? I wish I could find that other one. It's so annoying. I had it. Let me see if I can do a quick search. Here's an ad, a different ad. Are you ready for a blog attack? Get ahead of your opponent with professional blog warriors. Be prepared to flood the zone with comments from professionals who are ready to put your talking points out in the blogosphere. Why wait for the attack? Launch your attack with a battery of blog forum comments aimed at local media and blog sites in your district. Contact us today and we'll show you the advantage of a professional blog warrior. You think they stopped doing this? Absolutely not. I've got to find this other one. Son of a bitch. Hmm. I wonder what I named it. Post. I had it earlier. That's why it's like weird. Why can't I find it? It's it was a it was a Craigslist ad here in the United States. It was saying the same things though. Post right wing comments. 
Hmm. Pay? Maybe? Son of a bitch. Oh, you know what happened? I know what happened. The reason why I can't find it is because I ejected... I ejected some of the hard drives that I had. That's what I do sometimes because sometimes the we've been on the air when all of a sudden everything freezes up and I think it's because of the hard drives. That's why I can't find it. Maybe I'll... Let me see if I can put the hard drives back on. Disk utility. All right, let's see. We will... Put that on, bum bum and try again. All right, is anybody still here? Thank you all. Thank you, Stephen, for your very generous super chat. It makes me feel like we're doing something right. I appreciate it. Let's see. Now we'll try. See if I find, I know this isn't good when you're listening on the podcast. Boom, I found it. Here's a, let's see, where is it? Look at this. Oops, where am I? Where are you? Here we go. Craigslist. Writers needed to post right-wing comments. This is advertised in the United States. Oh, no. This is Toronto, too. What is this? Hmm. Writers needed to post right-wing comments to social media outlets. We are a social media company working for a political organization hired to balance left-wing bias of major media outlets by supplying a team of writers who will post to newspaper comments, media forums, Facebook pages, and, and etc. You, your writing must be strong, right-wing, and use the supplied talking points. Okay, yeah, this is basically another ad, but there you go. Do you really think that they've stopped doing that? In fact, I know that Tom Hartman, he said one time that he was on a tour and I believe it was the Heritage Foundation and they they were all on, uh, there were all these young people in different cubicles and they said, these are the people that are posting to, uh, I'm just getting distracted by the chat, Posting to blogs. That's what this is. What they do, they hire interns. They create fake accounts. Another thing. Oh God! Here's another thing. Here's another example. Let's see. If you go on Twitter and you you search for, let's see. Yeah, not suspicious at all. Search for. I've been a Democrat my whole life. I joined the BLM protests months ago when they began. Just search for that. You will get thousands of hits. Here's just a few of them. 
some screen grabs. That's not it. What the hell? Who keeps dinging me? Look at this. I've been a Democrat my whole life. I joined the BLM protest months ago when they began. They opened my eyes wide. I didn't realize I became a Marxist. It happened without me even knowing it. I'm done with this trash. I will be a regist I will be registering Republican, giving Twitter a shot. Look at this. All of this. The same. I've been a Democrat my whole life. not just that it's on and on different accounts resistance is futile sam tabby lava lamp so many people they feel the exact same way isn't that so odd i've been a democrat my whole life i joined the blm protests months ago when they began they opened my eyes wide I didn't realize I became a Marxist. Really, Joe Biden is a Marxist, right? This is why I can't stand Republicans besides everything else. It never stops. No matter what, they will attack from a position of lies, just lies. If only. We're not Marxists. We just want to regulate the goddamn capitalists. So that's what it means to be a goddamn functioning democratic republic. What the Republicans want is they want, I guess, corporations to have absolutely no limits. That's why the idiot boasts about working 70 hours a week, as if that's something that we should all be uh, working for. Let's just work until we drop that's the system that the, uh, that the majority of human beings were under for thousands of years. Democracy is supposed to be the antidote to that. They're so... This isn't freedom. You're not free. If you can't, I don't know, take a vacation, how about sleep? We're to the point where uh, at the Republican convention, they're boasting about people who are working 16-hour days and three jobs, oh, as if that's uniquely American. Well, it's uniquely American, but it's not goddamn anything to write home about. You're not free. If you, you're, you think that that's what it means... To be an American, to work until you drop for some autocrat and some uh, some oligarch, so they can have so much money that they can say "f off Earth," I'm going to Mars, because that's what it's about. While your fellow Americans live check to check, that's what it's about, right? That's freedom. You've been bamboozled. Jesus Christ. It's like, it doesn't matter what Joe Biden does or says, they'll call him a commie. This is why it's, it's tedious to even try to reason with the Republicans. They're not operating 
from reality. So why? Why even, you know, oh, they're so, we're so afraid. That's why the corporate Democrats make me sick, because they're so afraid to be called a communist. You're going to be called a communist anyway. Who cares? Just do what's right. We have to regulate corporations, and we have to tax the rich in order for there to be an America. We can't have an intergenerational aristocracy. That's not democracy. So it is the patriotic duty of every true American to understand that we must tax the rich. We must reinstate the estate tax so we don't have an aristocracy. And we must instate a high marginal tax rate on the rich so they don't get so rich that they threaten government itself. Because we are the government. We the people, you know, we pledge our lives, fortunes, and sacred honor to each other. Holy shit. Not not to Jeff Bezos, not to the 1%, not to Twitler and his pals. Are you saying that Ivanka is speaking? Oh, my God. Let's listen in. Let's see. It is a horror show. My God in heaven, why? You can cry when Trump wins again. Yeah, because that's what gets you out of bed in the morning, right? Because you're such a patriot. You love when your fellow Americans cry, right? You love America so much, you want to see your fellow Americans cry. That's what the founders wrote in the Declaration of Independence. We pledge our lives, fortunes, and sacred honor so we can make each other's cry. So we can drink each other's tears, right? You dum-dums. I can't stand Republicans. Here we go. Oh, God. Oh, is she getting heated? She wants a... She wants some more My Chinese patents. Campaign on this issue, he tackled uh. this injustice because he has a deep compassion for those who have been treated unfairly. Bullshit. More than rhetoric oh. and political prose, the ability to build consensus and bullshit. Success Are you kidding me? Heal our country's racial inequities and bring us forward. By calling Mexicans together. rapists and President not Trump knowing what's going on, except the. NBA has low ratings? Four years ago in Cleveland, I said President Trump would deliver for working women. Yeah, he gave you a lot of patents, bitch. Look, I hope they all get coronavirus. Four years ago, I told you my father would focus on making childcare affordable and accessible. In President Trump's You're a fucking liar. The largest ever increase for childcare funding. Bullshit. 800,000 low-income families great childcare at a cost they can afford. You're a liar. As part of Republican tax and a goddamn grifter. put over $2,000 into the pockets of 40 million American families. Well, gee, wow. Isn't that great? 
They can use that. Can they turn that in at the food bank? Politicians recently introduced That's democratic, you bitch. Yet when I was fighting less than three years ago... Democratic, bitch. Congress to double the child tax credit, not a single Democrat voted to pass the law. Because you are a scammy, a scam artist, bitch. Wait till the facts checkers come out. Three years ago, I promised that President Trump would support mothers in the workforce. In his first year in office, he signed into law the first-ever national paid leave tax credit. Today... Everyone's out of work. Have access to this benefit. Oh, wow. They have access. Isn't that amazing? All right. I can't handle it. Oh, God. I, I just can't handle it. I'm sorry. I can't. It is a nightmare. They're disgusting. That's the bitch that, you know, she's posting on her fucking Instagram page. She's quaffed within an inch of her life. While people are getting their babies pulled from their arms to be disappeared and never reunited. And this bitch is like, look at me and my baby. They're, they're such, it's just a crime family. It is a crime spree. F, yeah, resist, evolve on the chat. Ghoul after ghoul after ghoul after ghoul. Absolutely. A scummy, tax-cheating, draft-dodging con man and his entire crime family who have never done a goddamn thing for this country. They love this country like what? Like a, like they don't, <laughs> they love it like his grandpappy loved the whores that he peddled. They love it so much. None of them ever wore the uniform of this country. That's for sure. They love to scam and grift and use their positions to ensure that they get richer. That's all. This is someone, Ivanka, she's somebody who had everything handed to her and the best she could come up with is a goddamn cheap shoe factory in China. I'm going to make a sweatshop in China. Bunch of scums. And her husband, uh, Jared? Oh, yeah, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree there. Because, I mean, well, not that, not the apple. That's the wrong metaphor or whatever. What's, it's not a metaphor. Saying. She married her daddy. Jared Kushner is a, is a disgusting con man like, like Ivanka's daddy. Let's see. Hold on. This is what they do. They attack people who can't fight back. That's your working class, the, your blue-collar billionaire, you dumb-dumb. They only pick on people who can't fight back. Here we go. Here's from ProPublica. Tenants in more than a dozen Baltimore-area rental complexes complain about a property owner They say, uh, who they say leaves their homes in disrepair, humiliates late-paying renters, and often sues them when they try to move out. Few of them know that their landlord 
is the president's son-in-law. The townhouse on High Seas Court in the Cove Village development in Baltimore was not exactly a Cape Cod retreat. It was a small unit looking onto a parking lot, the windows of its two bedrooms so high and narrow that a child would have to stand on a chair to see out of them. But to Camilla Warren, who moved into the townhouse in 2004, it was a refuge, a far cry from the Baltimore, the East Baltimore neighborhood where she grew up. I mean, there were bunny rabbits all hopping around, she told me recently. In the townhouse next door lived an older woman, with whom Warren became friendly, even doing their grocery shopping once in a while. But over the course of a few months, the woman started acting strangely. She began accosting Warren's visitors. She shouted through the walls during the day, and at night she banged on the wall, right where Warren kept the bassinet, in which her third child slept. Warren sent a letter reporting the problem to the complex's property manager, <clears throat> a company called Sawyer Realty Holdings. When there was no response, she decided to move out. In January 2010, she submitted the requisite form giving two months' notice that she was transferring her Section 8 voucher, a federal law, a federal low-income subsidy that helped her pay the rent. She was transferring that voucher elsewhere. The complex's on-site manager signed the form a week later. Checking the line that read, gave, tenant gave notice according with the lease. So when Warren started in 2013, three years later, when she received a summons, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not reading this correctly. So Warren was startled in 2013, three years later, when she received a summons from a private process server informing her that she was being sued for $3,014.08 by the owner of Cove Village. The lawsuit filed in a Maryland district court was doubly bewildering. Bewildering? Bewildering? Uh, ing. Sorry, you know I can't talk sometimes. It claimed she owed money for having left in advance of her lease's expiration though she had received written permission to leave. And the company suing her was not Sawyer. It was one whose name she didn't recognize, JK2 Westminster LLC. Warren was raising three children alone while taking classes for a bachelor's degree in healthcare administration. And she disregarded the summons at first. But J.K. to Westminster's lawyers persisted. Two more summonses followed. In April 2014, she appeared without a lawyer at a district court hearing. She told the judge about the approval for her move, but she didn't have a copy of the form that the manager signed. The judge ruled against Warren, awarding J.K. to Westminster the full sum it was seeking plus court costs. costs the attorney's fees and interest that brought the, brought the judgment to nearly $5,000. There was no way that Warren, who was working as a home health aide, was going to be able to pay such a sum. I was desperate, she said. If the case was confounding to Warren, it was not unique. Hundreds like it 
have been filed over the last five years by JK2 Westminster and affiliated businesses in the state of Maryland alone, where the company owns some 8,000 apartments and townhouses. Nor was JK2 Westminster's quite as anonymous as its opaque name suggested. It was a subsidiary of a large New York real estate firm called Kushner Companies which was led by a young man whose initials happened to be J.K., Jared Kushner. When Americans were introduced last year to Ivanka's husband, well, you know, this is a couple of years ago, the, and the nation's prospective son-in-law-in-chief, it was the, uh, it was as the preternaturally, oh, Jesus Christ, I have something on my lips, poised, Harvard-educated scion of a real estate empire whose glittering ambitions resemble Donald Trump's own. In 2007, wait a minute, I'm sorry, there's something in my mouth. Wait a minute, let me see. In two, wait, wait, where, where the hell am I? In 2007, Kushner Companies, run at the time by Jared and his father, Charles, brought, bought the aluminum-clad skyscraper at 666 Fifth Avenue for a record-breaking $1.8 billion. They are now seeking partners for a $12 billion plan to replace it with a glass tower that would be 40 stories taller. In 2013, they acquired 17 buildings, in Manhattan's East Side, I mean East Village, for about $130 million. And three years later, they spent $715 million on a cluster of buildings owned by Jehovah's Witnesses on prime land in Brooklyn's fast-developing Dumbo District. But the Kushner's empire, like Trump's, was underwritten by years of dealing in much more modestly amb- ambitioned properties. Jared's grandfather, Joseph Kushner, a Holocaust survivor from Belarus, over his lifetime, built a small construction company in New Jersey into a real estate venture that owned and managed some 4,000 low-rise units concentrated in the suburbs of Newark. After taking over the business, Charles expanded Kushner Company Holdings to commercial and industrial spaces, but the company's bread and butter remained the North Jersey apartment complexes. In the mid-2000s, the company began to sell off more than 25,000 multifamily rental units owned. Uh, it owned, accumulating in a 2007 sale of nearly 17,000 units for $1.9 billion. The sale, near the peak of the housing boom just months before the crash, was impeccably timed. But it also reflected a shift in attention of what would soon be a three-generation real estate dynasty. Let's get to the, let's get through this. Not, I mean, this is all the backstory. The point is that it goes through a lot of holdings that they had, buying these distressed properties. This is what they do. They buy distressed well, not just distressed. They buy properties that are uh, the that are apartment buildings and complexes where low-income people 
Section 8 housing, Social Security, people on fixed incomes who are the ones who are living on the edge constantly. They buy these properties and then they unleash their lawyers on, and this woman's story is just par for the course. They unleash their lawyers on people who can't fight back. This is who they are. They nickel and dime them. They don't just want to make a comfortable living collecting rents. They want to harass people until they can squeeze every last dime out of them. This is who they are. They're typical bullies. They hate this country, just like everybody who votes for them hates this country, and they hate their fellow Americans. And I'm sick of listening to the Trump and Z finally see the light when something affects them directly. That's the only time they see the light. They lack the ability to put themselves in anybody else's shoes. This is why they think, oh, let me drink some tears. You think it's great to drink the tears of your fellow Americans? Well, you proved my point again. You're not a patriot. You hate this country. No one who's a patriot wants or see or is motivated by the tears of their fellow Americans. That means you're a sick America-hating tool. And thank you again for proving my point. Really. They think it's funny. They think it's... uh, I mean, really, how can you run a country on drinking the tears of half of your community? That's why yesterday I I named the show, it's time for this country to split up before Republicans kill us all. I'm sick of them. They have, yeah, more than (laughs) Paradu. We're more than half. There are more of us. That's why Republicans cheat, lie, gerrymander. This is what they do. They they receive fewer votes. How many goddamn presidents do we have to endure who receive fewer votes? And then they act like they have a mandate. Please. Enough is enough. Let's see. Let's. But the the point. This article is really long. I'm not going to read the whole thing because it goes on. I didn't realize how long it was. But the point is, to sum it up, let's see, at the end, let's see how he sums it up. Well, like I said, they that's who they are. They pick on people who can't fight back. On May 10th at the Highland Village Complex, a woman was distributing the yellow failure-to-pay-rent notices filed with the district court tenant to tenants who were behind on their rent. One went up on the door of a man who introduced himself to me as Tommy, a recently divorced house painter with two children, who was at that moment sitting on his pickup truck reading Psalm 91 to gird himself for a visit to traffic court. He, d- he said he didn't know why he kept being hit with late fees and court fees, 
at Highland Village because he was up to date with the rent. Over at Carroll Park, Mark, Mike McCarg, 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 the private investigator, had also received a yellow notice and was trying to find out when he needed to come up with the money to avoid eviction. So was Chris Freemiller, the Rite Aid worker. He had missed a couple of weeks of work with back pain related to a metal bar in his leg from an earlier car accident, and Westminster management had moved quickly to file for eviction. Over a $722.09 missing rent, plus $66 in fees. When I arrived, Free Miller was sleeping on the couch after a long night shift, and his wife, Jacelyn Medor, was trying to get the eviction date from the constable while their 11-year-old son, Ethan, looked on. One more yellow notice was affixed at the Highland Park home of uh, Alicia Jameson, a wedding basket maker. Her fiancé had left his job as a casino housekeeper to take a job handling Amazon packages near the airport, but his first check hadn't come through yet. Jameson was working at Walmart. The couple's car tags had expired, so both were enduring long public transit commutes. No one had come for maintenance, and there were still three holes in the wall. So there you go. That's the end of the article. But the this long article from ProPublica, Pro I will put it in the chat. And I'll also post it on our Discord page so you, when you can read it in your spare time. It is a long story. Uh, but that's who they are. They hit people with fines, they nickel and dime them, they attack the the underdog, people who can't fight back. They have never done a single thing. No Trump has ever done a single thing. No Republican has ever done a single thing to help the struggling, the 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 hard working American people that they pretend to love. And the only idiots who vote for them are the dupes and the racists who think, just like James Baldwin said, as long as I can kick down on somebody else, I'm okay. They would so much rather convince themselves that, they're, that they have something in common with Trump, that they would meet, that he would actually meet them for a beer and trickle on them then they will ever understand that they have more in common with those that they attack who have darker pigment than they'll ever than they would ever have with the billionaires who they seem to love so much these people they have they're confused about what it means to be an american they hate America? I Yeah, they, of course they hate it because they don't understand what it means. They're confused by it. They're duped by it. They think America means you're free to accumulate as much money as you can and want from on the backs and labor of your fellow Americans without having to pay your fair share of, into the civilization that we make possible? Come on. 
Unbelievable. Wait, Paradu says on the chat, I think somebody just heckled Trump from like a mile away. Are you serious? He's speaking. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. Let me see. How can the Democrat Party ask... Oh, you bitch! ...when it spends so much time tearing down... It is not the Democrat Party, you fucking doltard! And I repeat, how? Why? Why do the Democratic Party... Why does... Do? I can't even talk. Why does the Democratic Party think... How do they think they're going to work with these assholes when they can't even say the correct name of the party? I want to show you something. I can't listen. We the, uh, Two seconds was long enough. I can't. I just can't. Yeah, today I was watching MSNBC. And let me show you. Here, let me show you this clip. Kirsten Walker. Last night, Vice wow. President Mike Pence did... Whoops, whoop, that's so loud. How come some of this shit is so loud? I mentioned Jacob Blake, who was injured and hospitalized in the wake of that police-involved shooting, uh, and instead tried to paint a picture of fear if Joe Biden wins. President Trump's going to build on that tonight. He's expected to say we've spent the last four years reversing the damage Joe Biden inflicted over the last 47 years. At the Democrat convention, you barely heard a word about their agenda, but that's not because they don't have one. It's because their agenda is the most extreme set of proposals ever put forward by a major party nominee. Now, there will be plenty of fact-checking, uh, undoubtedly, about some of what the president has to say. Last night, Vice President Pence tried to make the argument, for example, that the Biden-Harris ticket favors defunding the police, when, in fact, Joe Biden's been asked about that, and he's been quite definitive that he doesn't, in fact, support that. Okay. Did you catch it there when he, she was reading? ...reversing the damage Joe Biden inflicted over the last 47 years. At the Democrat convention, you barely... I was, I'm really pissed off. So I tweeted at her. She just reads this statement at the Democrat party. Instead of breaking back in and saying, of course, the name of the party is the Democratic Party. It is not the Democrat Party. Do your fucking job, journalists, and stop repeating the lies. Stop amplifying the lies. This is not... It's not the Democrat Party, you fuckers. You infants. Oh, you want to drink the tears? You, you like it. Oh, you got the liberal. You're owning the libs. Well, you fucking morons. Get, you don't ha get out. You can't function. If you can't even say the name of the party, you're not an adult. You're an infant. And infants shouldn't be trusted with power. Look at what you do with it. You destroy it. You're an idiot. You're all idiots. And you prove it. You prove me right all the time by having the inability to be the slightest. Just the most, the slimmest bit of mature, capable, adult enough 
to say the name of the other, the party. If you had such great ideas, why do you have to resort to such fucking baby bully tactics? Like turning political discourse in this country into a schoolyard bully taunt. And that's your entire agenda. Owning the libs, getting, drinking some liberal tears. Well, fuck you. You, because my, we, liberals, Democrats, normal people, we fought, bled, and died so you didn't have to cry your eyes out f- uh, because your granny had to eat cat food or your granny died from malnutrition and hyperthermia, which was the number one cause of death of the elderly before Social Security. I, I could go on. Medicare, your pre-existing conditions protections, that's all Democrats in the Democratic Party. You effing children. I can't even say it because children grow up and they don't act like that. And if you did, you would correct them. You're a disgrace. You are all a bunch of America haters. Know them by their fruits and look at their friends. Who do you hang out with? Murderers, cowards, Nazis, traitors, dictators, America haters. People who like to lure journalists into embassies and dismember them alive. That's your fucking hero. In other words, you hate America. And all you got is the Democrat Party. Because you, you, you think it, it bothers us. Great. Good going. That's really e pluribus unum, right? Meanwhile, we're trying to make a fucking civilization. A country that works for all. That's why you could tell, you know, Republicans hate America. And for all the Democratic Party's failings, at least even the dumb fucks like that Newton asshole and all and his stupid asshole friends, his stupid, useless, idiot friends, they, even they will benefit from the work that we do. We don't leave them behind. But they leave you behind every time. Because they hate America. Prove me wrong. Where is it? You had a troll in the YouTube chat too? Guys? All right. Thank you. Diane Stewart, and thank you, Haku, and thank you, Richard, for your super chats. Thank you, Stephen Lee. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Malcolm, and Jim again. What troll? Where? We fried his ass. Okay. What was he saying? Did he call me a dyke? What was his name? Not that I care. Whatever. (laughs) What's up with the trolls tonight? 
I guess it's a good sign because whenever I get a letter or an email from the, not letter, they don't send me letters. Uh, I, I find it to, I consider it a compliment. We're doing it correctly when they're, they get triggered, then we're doing it correctly. Then they're upset. Yes. It's a compliment. Absolutely. So anyway, all right, guys, it's almost 11. I got to go get unconscious. I cannot watch this shit show. And I'm sick of it. I got to call. I got to call AOC. I got to call Schumer and Kristen, Kirsten Gillibrand and say this. What is this shit? You what is this allowing them to get away with this shit? Just saying Democrat Party even use use that. Say they can't even say the name of the party they, because they are immature. They're so immature that they have reduced our discourse to a schoolyard taunt and our country to a smoldering smoldering ruin. Absolutely. How many have to die? How many have to be sick? And look at them. The only good news I've received all day is this picture right here. All the idiots sitting, not social distancing. Good. Good. I hope they get coronavirus. They need it. I'm not saying they have to die, but they only see the light when something affects them directly. So maybe that'll wake them up. Fucking dumb shit. And people say, well, yeah, when they get coronavirus, you hear all these scumbags, all these fascists going off how it's, oh, it's a flu. I'll just, I, I can beat the flu. I'll beat it. And when you hear people who have survived the coronavirus, they say, it's not the flu, assholes. This ain't nothing uh, to play with. But let them... Let them say for themselves. They can't, they don't see the light until it is. it affects them. So, wait, look at this picture. Look at all the white people. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah, we got a big tent. Such a big tent. I see nothing but white. We got your N-words, we have your mix, we have your, you know, you could just use your a litany of racial slurs. We got, it, we got it all here in our big tent, in the Republican big tent. Oh, my God. Fucking Joe Biden. He better not fuck this up. Holy shit. All right, everybody. Let's see. Oh, communism is trending in Twitter. This place is a real shit show. This country. Oh, Herman Cain is trending. How weird. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> people are saying, see you all soon. 
Herman Cain is saying, I'll see you all soon, see? No one social distancing. Look at that. Look at all the chairs. No social distancing at all. Good. That's great. I love it. It's great news. Herman Cain caught coronavirus at a Trump rally and died. There are 50% more active corona cases, coronavirus cases in the country right now than there were at the day of that rally. Good. Isn't that great? Look, here's coronavirus. Woo, no social distancing. Lots of breath, lots of coronavirus breath coming out. Coronavirus here, hands, everybody touching each other, touching each other's face. Great. I love it. Look, there's a guy touching his face. People standing, staring at each other. This is amazing. And we know that the coronavirus is in the White House. How many of Trump's inner circle have the, have tested positive? Look, old. Oh, good. He doesn't even wear a jacket to the goddamn White House at all. Look at Jim Jordan, the sexual predator. I... Am so thrilled, and like I said, look here's a look at the guy in the corner here. Ugly, red, white, and blue flag fashion abortion. There you go. They think that wearing fl ugly flag shirts makes them patriotic. When they they have no sense of irony, without a sense of irony, they'll be wearing a flag shirt and tweeting how they want to drink liberal tears. You see? They hate this country. They hate their fellow Americans. If that's their motivation, drinking the tears of their fellow Americans, then you're not a patriot. And you know what? Our motivation, progressives, Democrats, liberals, normal people, our motivation is... That you don't have to die needlessly without health care. You don't have to work 70 hours a day. You get to earn a living wage. You get to have a sick leave, or if you get sick, or vacation time, because that's what, it's, what life makes life worth living. You get to spend some nice leisure time with your family instead of working three jobs. Like like Pence, he says, this, this young mother, what a great thing. She's working three jobs. Well, when can she see her son? This is how far we've fallen, that they think that that's something to commend. This is something they're boasting about. Meanwhile, right? They don't even work one job. Well, they work one job. It's a fucking snow job. That's it. They don't they're off on the golf course. Right? They're at Mar-a-Lago making making deals with the, with Saudi dictators. Oh my god, help us. Mm-mm-mm. This is great. Look at that. There's Kane, Herman Kane. 
I don't need no stinking social distancing. I'm in a I'm a Trump rally fan. I'm a Trumper. I'm a Trump bandy. Well, I I try not to call our African American brothers and sisters Trump bandies. You know what I mean? Because it's loaded. I don't mean it like that. And it's being so sensitive, conscious of the whole history. That's why you don't say things like that. That's why you don't call, you know, Obama. You don't say Obama uses Gorilla Glue because it, it has a history, a racist-ass history. So, I, you know what I'm saying? As far as Herman Cain and the these Republicans here, I'm not calling them what I usually call the rest of them. And that's what they are. What is this shit? Oh, he needs coronavirus like yesterday. Ew. Scummy. Who's that? Is that his new wife? Oh, look at that. Just touching and... Oh, coronavirus, coronavirus. It's not just for Herman Cain anymore. It's going to be good. Oh, shaking hands. Mark Meadows. There he goes. Kissing cheeks. Wonderful. Wonderful. I love it. This is all. This, this is music to my ears here. Music to my eyes. Kiss, kiss. There you go. I love this. You understand how much I love this? All right. Keep spreading that. Yeah. And then take it back to your your Trump rally at home. Oh, this is so awesome. You want to know why we have a thousand people dying a day? The most cases. Here you go. It's great. Fabulous, fantastic. That's just fantastic. Uniquely American, ain't it? When dum-dums don't follow the basic, just the basic modicum of trying to protect their fellow Americans. Uniquely American, ain't it? I love it. It's great. Hey, shake hands. <laughs> Wonderful. What else we got here? Rudy, Kim Kardashian, all of this shit. Tom Cotton. Ugh. Just trending. Oh, look at that. Tom Cotton describes slavery as a necessary evil. In bid to keep schools from teaching the 1619 Project? Unbelievable. What is their deal with that? What is this? And as I say, right? They will never. This is why. Oh, shit. That scared me. Fucking ad popped on. This is why they will never. Republicans don't ever want to have, like, a truth and reconciliation commission or experience in this country around our racist history 
because they need the racist division. How else do they keep dum-dums from realizing that they need to point their anger at the top instead of at the other their fellow Americans who are only asking for decency, dignity, justice, and to be an equal citizen of this country, that we're all in this together, that we can move forward together. That's why I say again, the, the only, this is what we need. We need to enact policies that belong to everyone. Universal health care, universal higher education, living wages, all these, everything. It has to belong to us all. And we have to start telling Democrats who are talking about access to health care and access to higher education and throwing subsidies at the broken system, we have to start calling them racists. Why are you supporting the racist policies of the past that keep us divided? Because the reason we don't have universal health care is because of racism. And the, the reason we don't have universal higher education and education funded from property taxes is because, I mean, that's not funded from property taxes and funded out of the general fund and belong to everyone. So there's not good schools and bad schools. Every school is a good school because there's standards. And the reason we don't have that is because of racism. So why are you promoting racist policies? That's how we have to attack them. So Senator Tom Carton of Arkansas describes slavery as a necessary evil in his ongoing effort to prevent schools from teaching the 1619 Project, an initiative from the New York Times that reframes American slavery, American history around the date of 1619, when the first slave ship arrived on American shores. What is their problem with the truth? Well, we know what their problem is. It doesn't fit into the autocracy. We have to study the history of slavery and its role and impact on the development of our country because otherwise we can't understand our country. As the founding father said, it was the necessary evil upon which the union was built. But the union was built in a way, as Lincoln said, to put slavery on the course to its ultimate extinction. Bullshit. Cotton told the Arkansas Democratic, Democrat Gazette in an article that was published on Sunday. Cotton's remarks to the newspaper drew a swift backlash on social media, prompting, whoops, I hit the wrong button, prompting the senator to attempt to distance himself from in, in a series of tweets in which he claimed, oh, fucking Siri, why are you okay. bothering me? <laughs> and I said series of tweets. I guess that's why right? she, she heard Siri. In a series of tweets in which he claimed, look, she's uh, again, oh, and in which he claimed he was citing the views of America's founding fathers rather than him, his own. Yeah, right, because that's who they are. Like the kid who said James Madison signed the Declaration of in, of Independence at age of twenty five when he didn't sign the Declaration of Independence at all. 
they're so sincere and adamant in their falsehoods, right? Cotton's comments came after he introduced legislation that would prevent federal funds from and professional development grants from being given to schools that teach the 1619 Project. How dare you? Which was released last year and has since been developed into an educational resources and curricula for use by teachers. Sickening bastards. No, they want to teach intelligent design. They want to teach bullshit. They want let's teach about uh, hydroxychloroquine and injecting bleach. So maybe some more of these idiots will end up dead or in the emergency room. We know that since this this month alone, Texas, like we were saying yesterday, there was a a news report on in the local Texas news saying. Do not inject yourself with bleach or drink bleach because the amount of people showing up at the emergency room from drinking bleach has gone up. Now, the fifth, over 50 people ended up in the emergency room in Texas drinking bleach because Twitler told them it was a remedy for the coronavirus. They think it's protecting them. Unreal. Cotton. They're all a bunch of... Oh, of course. Well, when Cotton gets caught in the act of being himself, an ignorant racist, which I know I repeat myself, what does he do? He blames... Oh, it was... I'm just talking about the founders. They never take responsibility. That's the Republican way. All right. Guys, guys, thanks for hanging out. I want to thank you all. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And Malcolm. And Jim again. And Steve and Lee, thank you. I love that little emoji. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Guyon Stewart. Thank you, Haiku. All of you, thank you. For your super chats. All right, my friends, my friends. We'll see what happens tomorrow. And maybe somebody will become a patron. If they do, I will definitely do a show tomorrow. If they don't, I maybe won't. How about that? Okay. It's the Patreon challenge. Yet again, I know somebody's out there listening that's like, all right, even at $2 a month, that's not that much. That's like less than, it's not even a cup of coffee. For all of us hanging out and getting the word out about the patriotic progressive solutions that built the country, and built the middle class, and will do it again, if given a chance. That's what we're fighting for. All right, my friends, it's time to get unconscious. You guys are great. And you can also, patron or not, join us on our Discord chat, our Discord community. That's a good thing. 
to hang out. And what else? Share the show. You have a lot to do when you're a tower buster, when you're a fan or a friend or whatever you call it, or a part of our community, our growing community. You have a lot to do. You're expected to do a lot. You can't just sit back. You got to get in it. You got to be in it to win it. So you always have to do something. You got to share it. You got to be a patron. You got to do super chats. You got to tell people about it. You got to invite. It's like you got to always, you got to be like me, thinking about it all the time. Obsessive. It's annoying, I know. (laughs) I do what I can. I'm trying. I'm only one person. And I hang by a thread most days. I told you, my shrink put me on antidepressants recently for the first time in many, many years. That's how it's going. (laughs) It ain't going that great. And really, I need, I want them to kick in. When, when, how long does it take? All right, guys, guys, guys. Thanks for hanging out. As always, do do everything I tell you to do and don't worry about it. Just don't look back. Just take the leap. Become a patron. It's all right. You like Tom Hartman? Come on. He's nice. But he don't have to. He's making buku bucks. He's doing all right. I know. Where is Tara Jr. Jr.? Tara Jr.? That's weird. Where is he? Tara Jr. Come on, Bubba. Oh, I forgot the treats. Daniel was saying you should keep treats by you. It's true. If I had treats. Uh, maybe the door. Because it was raining. So maybe the door. Sometimes the door closes. In my bedroom. He's probably locked in the bedroom. Maybe. Or ignoring me, which is probably the truth. I just don't want to believe it. Tara Jr. Francis. Francis. Where are you, boo-boo? Tara Jr. They don't, it doesn't matter. They don't care. (laughs) God in heaven. All right, guys. We got to go. Remember what I always say. We. We are on the right side of history. We're on the right side of democracy. We're on the right side of humanity. And we will win. Because we are telling the truth. And they know it. Even they know it. Even they have to pretend they're like us. So, we, what do I say, huh? We stick together. We win. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. Become a patron. And we might do it again tomorrow night. And we need to. So, perhaps I might see you tomorrow night.